0: Hey, guys, it's your girl, Booney, and you're listening to episode 64 of the Booney Breakdown podcast, the podcast that we sometimes cry, we always laugh, we might get a bit ratchet, but we're forever gonna break it down. Guys, 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 are you listening? You're listening, right? I am just so excited about today's show. It is always fun, right, when you get to chat with somebody that's the homie in your head, the sister girl in your head, the BFF in your head, right? And I had a, a a list of guests that I wanted to reach out to, kind of reach guests. <laughs> and today's guest was on that list. So I'm so excited to have her on because she's definitely a homie in the head. Um, but today's guest is none other than Dr. Tykea Nicole Robinson, better known as Kia from the Getting Grown podcast. Like total fangirl moment, okay? And so we have a really, really great conversation in this episode. We talk all about balancing your professional pursuits uh, versus your personal passions. Uh, Dating while booked and busy and how being single, a single girl woes, you know how that goes. And we even talked about what it means to be a part of her team typing fast movements. So we all know... About team typing fast. So this episode has lots of laughs. Um, Like I said, I was really excited that I was able to get Kia on the podcast. And I had a moment, I did not share this with her, but if you remember episode eight guest, Joy Marie McKenzie, author of The Engagement Game, after she came on my podcast, she was like, you know, I want to do a few more. So I was like, you know what, we need to get you in front of bigger audiences, right? Because I'm still growing, still trying to climb the ladder." And I had mentioned to her like, oh, you should check out and reach out to Getting Grown because it's one of my favorites. And I know they have like a really big audience. And so she's like, cool. So she goes on. And being the homie that Joy is, (laughs) Joy shotted me out in the podcast on their episode. And shortly after that, Kia followed me on Instagram. So it was like, oh, bitch, she followed me. And so then I kind of shot my shot. But I did it professionally. I didn't go in the DMs. I sent a professional email like I do with all my guests I invite on the podcast. And here we go. So we have this episode. So stick around for the conversation in a few minutes. All right, let's just hop into my pick of the week this week. Um, I w- I was not planning to watch this show, okay? And I've had a lot of free weekends since, you know, boo thing ain't been here. So I just been getting my shit together, right? And one day I just said, I'm not doing nothing but watching TV. And so last week, you know, I, I binge pose on FX, but I also watched Love Is on TV One. And why I wasn't gonna watch the show is because I thought it was gonna be corny. <laughs> but kudos to Sora Maraka and her husband. Um, they made a really good show. And I I, I don't know, I'm really invested in Nori and Yasir's relationship. And it's so well done. Um, and the soundtrack is really bomb. So I really appreciate the show and I'm kind of sad that I got into the cycle of watching it weekly because I binged like the first three episodes and I wish I had just binged the show because I don't want to wait weekly to see what happens next. To see if Yassir's broke ass, (laughs) what he's going to do next to kind of make Nori be like, what the hell? So yeah, I'm invested. It's on TV One. Has anybody else checked it out? Let me know. Send me a DM or tweet me or something. Let me know if you've watched the show and you enjoy it as well. All right, we're going to get into this housekeeping. Um, Guys, thank you for purchasing and continue to purchase the new merch that we have. Again, you can get your home I stay, your responsible and ratchet tees and tanks over at thebooniebreakdown.com backslash shop. Um, You can get them all there. And if you follow me on Instagram, I had dropped a coupon code this past week that just is going to expire. But because I love you guys, I know some of you don't do social media. You can save 10% on your orders over $20 or more if you use the code Pod. So it's P O D. The code expires Monday, July 23rd. Uh, So go over there, grab your tees. I love the support. Love, love, love. Okay. Also, the feedback from episode 63 with Rita, the NFL chick, was great. You guys know I don't really care for sports. I really don't do them. And so for me to go out of my comfort zone and talk about sports for an hour was what? But Rita was an amazing guest. I I think we had a good conversation, and it was framed in a way that I think people who don't enjoy sports— still enjoyed the conversation, so I'm going to pat myself on the back, and I appreciate all of you telling me I did a good job, <laughs> because I really was nervous about that episode, like, talking to someone who's an expert in something that you don't follow deeply, and you don't even enjoy, um, I was a bit nervous about that, but I think the episode turned out really well. Again, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, The Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us on Twitter, Boonie Breakdown. And I love, love, love when you share the episodes. So use the hashtag The Boony Breakdown or hashtag pod, Podin. P O D I N. I love the Instagram story images. You guys are funny, and I just really love the feedback. So that's it, guys. So let's get ready to break it down. Oh. Oh all right hey guys it's your girl boonie and um i'm really excited about my guest today because you guys you know you listen to our podcast who doesn't it's one of my favorites and uh she's known out here because she has the receipts and the resumes as dr robinson oh, God. Uh, <laughs> but you might know her as kia from the getting grown podcast Hey, girl. What up, up, good people? Hey, 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 hey. I'm just happy
1: to be a part of the Boonie Breakdown. I'm a big fan and I'm honored.
0: I'm honored, actually, that you would consider me to be on your program. Look, look, look. I just (laughs) need you to say it one time because I want to say it with you because it's like one of my favorite intros. (laughs) Praise the Lord, niggas. (laughs) Praise the Lord, niggas. You know, my Bible
1: clearly says that everything that has breath ought to praise them. So, niggas are
0: included. I love it. But niggas free. Like,
1: you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> why not? unfortunately,
0: they do. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's different classes of niggas. I feel like that's like a whole different. That could be like a whole podcast episode. It could be, it could be a complete episode. There, there are degrees.
1: and It is. Um, You know, like you said, there are levels and dimensions of (laughs) niggadum and we should unpack that one day. I think that would make for useful conversation.
0: I I totally think it would. Um, I want to get started because, you know, I follow you on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And you were (laughs) sharing, you know, one of the things I like to talk about on the podcast are the dating woes of the single girl. My God. And are talking about, this story was tripping me out about dating while booked and busy and the guy asked you out you're you're like pick a date he says tomorrow you're like i can't i'm booked and he took offense because you pulled out your calendar He took personal i mean
1: god (laughs) he got in his bag he got out of his seat and got into his bag about it so i mean this is this is not someone who i've you know, met in person. This is someone who I've met on that dreadful dating app that my friends
0: insist that I
1: participate in. Uh, That's a whole nother conversation. Which app though? (laughs) (laughs) This is Tinder. Oh,
0: Tinder. Okay.
1: You know, I have had several bouts with the the Tinder. Um, But, you know, this is my, you know, I'm endeavoring to be open. I've gotten all kinds of feedback from people that I, love and respect telling me that, you know, there are certain aspects of my life that are closed. <laughs> um, okay. And, you know, I need to be open to engaging with people. And I think that that's a fair criticism and I'm open, you know what I'm saying? I'm open to receiving the feedback and trying to make changes. Um, but even in that, you know, they run the risk of me being right. And I've been right every time.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but I met this guy on Tinder uh, or we, we, uh,
0: you swiped swipe right. right. right.
1: <laughs> we matched. That's what I'm going to say. We matched on Tinder. And, um, you know, it was cool. Uh, we, we chatted it up a bit on the app. And then we progressed from there to text messaging. And had a phone conversation and it seemed like the conversation was decent, you know, to the extent where mm-hmm. I was not completely close to the idea of meeting with this person, meeting with this guy in person. So when he asked, I was like, all right, bet. So he said, um, you know, when would you be available to get up? And I said, you know, sometime early next week, because this is like the end of... Uh, end up late last late last week. So I was okay. like, sometime, you know, between early to mid next week will be good. And he was like, I knew he was going to say that. And I was just like, okay, so, all right. All right. So um, he was like, so what day? So I paused. You're on the phone, right? I paused because I'm looking at my calendar. And he was like, hello. I was like, um, I'm just trying to find a date. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out which date will be best, you know, next week. And he was like, I know you're not penciling me in. Are you that busy? You had to pull up your calendar. <laughs> oh, my God. He was aghast, yo. Your boy was taken aback. And I was just like, so how else How else might I give you a day that I'm free if I don't look at the day? you do not I check. Busy? So, I mean, I was really shocked at how um, upset he was. Because I thought he was playing. You know, he has a sense of humor. I thought we were joking. But then I realized that he was very serious. And, um... <sighs> You know, that was troubling to me. So, he, you know, we went back and forth a little bit because I was like, we both, I think we're trying to figure out what was happening. And then I was like, all right, so I won't look at the calendar. You pick a day. You pick a day and I'll tell you whether or not that works. And he says, tomorrow. And I said, that doesn't work for me. And he was like, oh, because you so busy, right? You can't be that busy. Like, he went, oh. And I was just like, um... So, you know, any any level of openness <laughs> that I had is is now it's, come to a close. Yeah. And, I, and I mean, <laughs> I went on Twitter to talk about it, you know, just because I was curious to know if other women had experienced something like that.
0: Well, I, I definitely have been there because like you said, we're we're doing so many things. I I like tonight, I'm recording an episode. Tomorrow night I might have a facial. I don't know, so I need to check my calendar. And I too have been met with this disgust that I'm just not free when you throw out the first day that you're available. Right.
1: I mean, it it's doesn't different. fly with me. It's, it's it really and you know, like you, there were several other women on Twitter who chimed in and said that they had you know had a similar experience and how you know shocking and troubling that it was. I mean. What surprised me is that we're not talking you know I'm a woman of a particular age at this point, so we're not talking about young <laughs> people, and I feel like at this point everybody ought to have things to do uh, aside from you know like just
0: going to work and sleeping i know don't know what I'm saying? yeah like,
1: there there should be like most of us at this point ought to be filling our our discretionary time. I don't even know if that's the right way, (laughs) right way to say it. But like many of us ought to be filling up our time with other things. Cause even if it's not like going out and being social, like we gotta be adults and like clean our houses and check on our parents and pay our bills and go to the gym and all manner of, of, you know, responsibilities. So he was upset. Um, And I, you know, one, one of my friends who I talked to about it mentioned it and she put it in a way that really resonated with me. She was like, you know, especially in this area and the DMV, She's been uh, you know, she's experienced guys who want you to be Claire Huxtable on paper, right? <laughs> but they <laughs> They don't want you to actually practice law. Like you got to be available. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They want you to, to to beat Michelle Obama, but they don't want you to actually have the responsibilities that Michelle Obama has. Because if you have that, then you're not available to. You don't have time for them. Absolutely. Oh my Absolutely. God, I love
0: that analogy. Kudos yeah. to your friend
1: because yeah, it makes that. so much
0: sense. She like, did. You
1: did that because that did. nailed it. That's 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 it right there.
0: It it blows my mind. And I even had this one particular person who keeps like. <laughs> it's like clockwork. That's how I know it's a full moon, a blue moon or something because they'll text, Hey Boone. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, are you free? And then I'm like, well, I will give you a two week window like this Tuesday, <laughs> that Thursday. And then be like, Oh, okay, cool. I just feel like it's
1: a real <laughs> collegiate approach. You know what I'm saying? Like it is. We, when we let, when we were living in a dorm, you could call me and, and ask me what I'm doing in an hour, what I'm doing tomorrow because you know, I'm probably gonna be doing the same thing that I'm doing tonight. Because you know, we, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So we are our, our schedules were set up set up in, in a certain kind of way. But once you get grown and have you know a house to maintain, and you got a savings, you know, to build, you, there's other things that yes. are going on. And when you're trying to not only cultivate your professional um, interests, but you have other passion projects you know that you're working on i mean niggas is trying to build out here i don't know about anybody yes. else, but i mean the grind is really on at this point because i realize that i have to be positioned to take care of myself no matter what
0: Hello. i love
1: i certainly can't rely on these niggas out here asking me if i got if they expected me not to have anything to do on a tuesday night i don't know that's
0: what somebody <laughs> said on twitter the other day they were talking about building and, and dating potential which is bullshit but they were like how I'm building with a broke nigga? Who buying the materials? <laughs>
1: That's what I'm like, saying? Like that is very very. Who is very, buying like, the hammer? Like we got to think practically about things. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and I mean to that effect, when when he reached out to me again, I was just like, bro, let me tell you something. So if you upset about my <laughs> my schedule, my calendar right now, it's not about to get any better because she is, all. she is continually looking for other opportunities. She's not out here about to find you know uh you know she's not about to plateau you know what i'm saying i want my equilibrium to be such that i'm 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 building um constantly because that's what it's all about you know what i'm saying because you you, yeah that's that's what adults do that's my understanding of that's what it means to be a grown person in this day and age as the millennial in this day and age like nobody has one job i don't
0: nobody has one job and there's multiple side hustles and i think too what you were saying about being an adult i feel like a lot of these niggas out here want you to be impressed with the bait with them supplying their own selves with basic needs food shelter clothing like that does not impress me that you have your own place like absolutely you're 39 you should
1: absolutely. Absolutely. and i have said it before and offended many <laughs> But I just feel like my mama used to tell me when I would come home with good grades and expect some sort of reward, she would say, you don't get a parade for doing what you're supposed to do.
0: What you're supposed you to do. You are
1: supposed to be able to take care of yourself. You are supposed to have a career. You are supposed to have goals and aspirations. You are supposed to be working towards something in your life, in your future. Like, you should not be complacent. You should be working towards... You know, if you're 30, what's 35 going to be for you? What's yes, be for you?
0: and um, I'm just, I'm just yeah, over yeah. these guys wanting a cookie because they have <laughs> basic, and you know, basic what? things. Impress you me know? with a boat. You got a yacht, nigga. You like, know what I'm
1: saying, I, like, and you know who I hold responsible for that? I hold responsible the young ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, or other partners. You know, I'm not here to discriminate, but <laughs> I hold responsible the <laughs> the individuals who. Are impressed, and I feel like there's a fine line. I I do want to state very clearly that I'm all about celebrating your wins and Mm -hmm. congratulating you when you're out here. So don't mistake this for me being, you know, just this hard and bitter person who who does not (laughs) who does not, you know, think that you know people ought to be affirmed and (laughs) for what they're doing. But I think that there is a there is a difference and a distinction between, you know us pushing one another and me patting your back like oh yeah oh, yes. you did a wonderful job now let me fix your plate now that's not that's, <laughs> that's a different conversation um, yes but yeah so it's 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 tough out here that that is for certain and I think at this point in the game my intention and my goal is to just try to remain open because you know like I said my patience <laughs> It's running short, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and, and I'm just hoping that I can continue to exist in in spaces, you know, with with some level of positivity ar- around the you possibility.
0: Can, look, you can do it. Like this is this was my year of New Year, new shit. Mm-hmm. It, it you know it started with me going to a New Year's Eve party because I don't even celebrate. I don't go out for New Year's Eve. I'll be on my couch eating crab cakes or something. I don't know, but I don't like to go out. Um, But this year, I went out, and I met someone, and it's been continuing. Nice. Um, This is my year of new things, new shit. so exciting. But it is. I am excited about it. And the thing, too, is, like, again, staying open, even though I'm trying to do something with this person, like, trying to build something. And because I can shut down, shut off real quick too. Yeah, man, um, my,
1: I got a on uh, my on and off switch is just, <laughs> whoo, that thing is swift. It don't need no oil, no WD forty. Nothing. It'll just be. <laughs> I'll take you from yes to no in a matter of moments. Yes. Um, seconds even. So I think that's awesome. And um, you you will you know I will hold I on, will, on to that. I will hold yes, hold on to, on to
0: it. I'll I will send go. that positivity mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. as you sit open. Do that.
1: <laughs> Do that. Do that. 'Cause I mean, so I, I have an open Tinder since I
0: don't know that I will again, Look, but I don't even I deleted all the apps. I had Coffee Meat Bagel, Bumble.
1: Now Bumble stressed me out because I'm not I'm not the go-getter. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to make the first move. I don't like that. Oh um,
0: uh, yeah, that what Bumble annoyed me because I was okay with it. Like once I got over it. But I felt like if the conversations didn't flow, like it would be like the, hey, hey, yeah. 24 hours later, what's up? No, like and I, really,
1: and I don't need another <laughs> pen pal. I got enough yeah. text messages in, to respond to from people who I actually know. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, that, tough. So that one didn't ride with me too long. Like I got off that one fast. Tender, like I'll download it every now and then. And then I'm like, why are you back on here? Just delete it.
1: <laughs> That's where I am. So, That's where I am. Yeah.
0: But I do know, like, Sheikah, who comes on the podcast, she was doing Match for a minute. Don't you have to pay
1: for
0: her? I think she did, like, a six-month... She was making the commitment to herself. I think that's what she said. Hmm. But now she's, like, on a break. But the funny thing that she was saying now is, like, she'll be all over D.C. And she'll be like, oh, my God, I know that person. They look so familiar. But then she realizes it's from one the, It's from Match. <laughs> like, it was like she saw their profile or something. Now she's like, everybody looks familiar because she was on there so long.
1: I just want to meet somebody in the place where I frequent. Like, I want to meet somebody in Target. <laughs> I want to... That would be I want to, bomb. I want to, you know, you know, just a place where I just happen to be. Like, out getting my car washed or something. Like, you know, just out at the grocery store. The car wash be popping, though. Just You know what I'm saying? I just don't... I, I have grown, ex- I have grown weary of the act of like going out for the purpose of me. Of looking people. for someone, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm over that. I'm over that. And then I would just rather not spend my time that way. And, I'm, and I don't even know, that feels even weird to hear me say out my mouth. But honestly, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, you know, if. I, I could i'm okay to be in the house watching golden girls listen i'm all i'm good
0: but um no i feel you yeah it's, it, 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 it's, it's, and then, then it's, it's like hard. where do you go to meet people because i think that's the question i feel like in dc it's a few more options of nightlife in baltimore not so much mm. and i feel like baltimore is even smaller than dc um the production and so that,
1: of going out, though, is all together draining <laughs> for me. <laughs> I mean, the whole act, the dress, to get dressed. You got to, you know.
0: But you do a nice beat, too. Yeah, all
1: that takes time. And you got to go it out does. and you got to find a parking space. You got to deal with oh, all of that. You got to send
0: a prayer for parking. <laughs>
1: Listen, I mean, you got to have a full conversation with the Lord. And you don't start right when you get to your location. You got to start Mm-mm. talking to the as you're leaving your house. Now, Lord, you know that I need a parking space. I don't to drive <laughs> around the block 74 times. It's But yeah. I don't I mean, want to pay
0: ballet. Like, yeah, you got to break it down. You have
1: to really be explicit and specific in your prayers. Otherwise, you will be out here. And I have I have gotten all gusted up to go out and gotten so frustrated with parking that I didn't even go in. Like, I was just like, I am not want to I'm just going to go home. Like, I just can't. I can't. I can't. And it's
0: so funny. I like to go out with one particular friend because she's so baller that she's just like, I, she don't even look for parking. Like, she just pulls straight up into the valet. So I'd be like, oh, you want to drive, girl? Because <laughs> it.
1: got it. you got money. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah,
0: she got it. You just goes straight to the valet. And I like it. Like, I, I can't do that. Even if I do have the money. Like, I feel like I still have to put in at least two laps. around the block before i give in yeah but she pulls straight up and i'm like maybe one day i'll have that life
1: (laughs) we all have goals we're working towards
0: there we go okay so i do want to move into a different topic um i got this question from somebody who said they love you they said hey kid girl um but they wanted to know how you personally, um, with your extensive academic career and your professional work, how do you balance the things that you want to do professionally with your personal pursuits like the podcast, etc.? cetera?
1: Um, I think that um, I have to preface this response by saying that I am actively learning balance. I don't think that it is something mm. that I have Mastered by any means of stretch of the imagination. I feel like you have to learn. Um, you have to learn how to do how to do it, uh, and and it's going to be different for every person. So I don't know if there are, you know, s- certain things or you know key behaviors or things that you sh- you can best practices even um, for doing this kind of work. I think for me, one of the things that has been helpful is that I feel like there is great synergy, um, mm. um, in my academic and professional work, uh, with um, uh, and between my academic and professional work and you know the work that I that we do through getting grown and and even in kind of cultivating team type and fast. Um, so you know I am a researcher of higher education and my research has really focused on understanding process and understanding process for the purpose of improving practice. Um, So Hmm. at work, I get to think critically and extensively about the ways that we go about doing the things we do in order to reach the outcomes that we want or, um, or not reach the outcomes that we want. So um, in that whole, you know, effective practices uh, space. I think that that aligns very well with what we do on getting grown in terms of thinking about mm-hmm. how we navigate the processes of being an adult. Um, and Team Typing Fast really dovetails really nicely in in terms of you know, <clears throat> as a graduate student, my friends and I would often develop these little teams and subsets of, you know, accountability, where we would, and sometimes, oftentimes we would do it in person, but many more times we would do it even remotely, where we would keep in contact with one another, check in with one another, find out what's going on, set accountability goals, hold each other to those goals, even on a day-to-day basis. So like, you know, my friend Candice um, was one of my really close friends throughout my doctoral uh, training. And mm-hmm. she and I, you know, through coursework, through the dissertation phase, we would oftentimes set daily goals if we, and, and, and hold each other accountable via G-Chat. Um, and that kind of support is really what pushed me through um, my program and my different jobs, exp- job experiences that I've had. And that's really what I'm trying to do with Team Typing Fast is just cultivate a community of practice or as a community of people who um, all, you know, convene around practice, the work of the process, you know, we're out here working on our respective projects and working toward our respective goals together and holding each other accountable in ways, uh, you know, that push us all forward. So kind of like black girls run, you know, like black girls run. Okay. Gotcha. I'm trying, I'm trying to make team typing fast, like a black girls run for women who are out here working on, books and trying to build brands and businesses and um are trying to get through grad school are trying to propose um businesses and you know get grants and get funding and open up all kinds of stores and and all kinds of all kinds of things because i feel like i
0: I love it yeah
1: we get really are you i'm sorry
0: no, I was gonna say, are you gonna have any more events? I know you had the one like late last year. Yeah, are you gonna do more? That's
1: one I'm working on. I'm actually working on doing one in New York. I'm hoping to have that late this summer. Um, and I'm working on uh, teamtypingfast.com. Hopefully, that will launch around that time as well. And I would like to to have my my goal um, is to have those kinds of events where we talk about personal development, how that you know how personal development and professional development are are intertwined. And how you can't have one without the other. And I want to have library takeovers and where we go to co-working spaces and where we have different programming Love and we can hand, hang out and um, have have a good time and feed in, feed into each other. Um, I mean, pour into each other and feed off of each other's energy, um, but also sit down at a table with our laptops and say, I'm going to do this today um, in real and time. I-
0: that's so needed because someone I know just recently went to the Summit 21 and they were saying how it was really a great event, but they noticed that when they're going to events and these conferences that are... um geared more towards Black women or people of color that it's still in the motivational phase. Yeah, And when they go yeah. to these white events, it's like, let's get down to it. This is the products that you're going to walk away with. It's more educational um, and task-oriented versus the motivation to start the businesses, etc. And yeah. so... Want to yeah, give she people
1: tools and give them space to kind of implement or even space to think out or wherever they are in the process, we want to have structured time in the event space where we sit down like, yeah, we're going to have this seminar piece for an hour. We'll have a Q and a for 30 minutes. But after that, you know, we all going to sit down with our journals and we're going to make a list or we're going to have some networking and, you know, build some accountability into the event to where it's like, you know, you can contact your uh, accountability partner, you know, A week later and ask them how they are progressing toward the goals that they set at the event Um, or set up a time for you all to get together um, outside of the event. You know, like let's meet up two weeks and let's go to Starbucks and, and work this thing out. So I think that we all get we all get enamored and fascinated with the finished products that we post on Instagram. Right. Yes. And it's really, really impo- It's really easy for us to get caught up in that. And you see someone who is defending their dissertation or walking across the stage after a commencement and you can see that and you can double tap that you can big them up and say, I want that. But what you don't see is a person who is snotting and crying at their desk at three in the morning <laughs> because Hello. and they don't have anybody to call in that moment to say, girl, I don't really know if I can finish this uh can you read my can you read my chapter 3 can you look at my budget for this grant can you you know having people um and yeah
0: and to do that work it's, with is important it's crazy the distortion that social media is playing out in real life mm-hmm. and i mentor young women and i you, you see it more it's exaggerated on that level for me because they don't really have the capacity to filter um, they believe everything they see. And I just thought, oh, that's just teenagers. But then even when I look at some of my friends, we all play that compar- comparison game. It's like, so easy to well, fall into that. though. It, it's so easy because and people are sharing, like you just said, the highlights, the things that they want praise for. But you don't see the behind the scenes. And still, even as a 33 year old woman, I have to catch myself. And I went through this thing on my instagram where i unfollowed all of these accounts because i was like why are you you don't even really like these people right right but you're following because you want to see what they're doing or you're trying to gauge like oh what is she going to do next or th- like just do your own thing and it'll be fine
1: because <laughs> it's, <snapshots, laughs> so, right? it's snapshots and it's not the it's, full story so just like you know to the to the question The work that I do in my professional work is about connecting the dots between outcomes, like inputs and outputs. But what about what happened in between that? And I think the same can be said for what I'm trying to do with Teen Type and Fast and that I'm trying to connect the dots, like the snapshots Mm -hmm. that we see on somebody's Instagram feed. I mean, having those insular moments in somebody's life. Of course, we're going to try to fill in the blanks. And we often do so in ways that are self-critical and self-demeaning and comparative in ways that are not healthy for us. So um, it is totally a thing. It is totally, um, I don't even think it's specific to age. I feel like anybody who ingests social media, the ways that we ingest social media can't help but be subjected to some of these issues. Because I think it's, it's just a byproduct of the age that we live in
0: and especially i feel like instagram the most because it's that still image mm-hmm. and you watch people like or i've even had people they're like oh take this picture of me so i can post it on instagram right. and then it becomes a whole fucking photo shoot because they got to do this angle they got to throw their head back they got to laugh they got like and it's like it's not even a fucking real picture anymore no. because you just did this whole stage photo shoot to get the one perfect shot to be like I'm here and you're not. And yeah, I'm guilty of it sometimes too, but it's it's so insane to me that that's how we think now and that's so normal. It is.
1: It is very and it's and it's problematic cuz I wonder where we're headed, right? Cuz I feel like I feel like there's <laughs> no way that things can get better, so I so I have been more strategic in or well, I'm trying to be. It's my goal to be more um intentional and strategic about how mm-hmm. much I engage. Cause I mean, there was a time and I mean, it still happens. Like there are times I would be complaining. I mean, I would be sorry, repenting and asking God for forgiveness because I would roll over in the bed in the morning. And before I told God, thank you, I was checking the gram.
0: You grabbed that like, phone. Yeah. like
1: And I'm like, <laughs> you know, that that is really a mess. Like, you know what I'm saying? It is. Um, so I, I think that's something that we're all, we all should be aspiring toward is putting, social media and all that comes with it in its proper place and like um mm-hmm. so on all of that you know is and, and and with getting grown what we try to do is be very transparent about these things so I think that the way that I balance the two is that I think the common denominator is that I'm me. <laughs> I I I I, oh, I try to be me in every space. So I try to bring the same authenticity that I that I bring to my uh, the, the authenticity authenticity of my experience and, and my identity and who I am as a Black woman, I try to bring that into my professional academic work. I, I carry the same uh, intention and you know attention uh, to detail and uh, intention and attention to detail that I have in my academic professional work to kind of conveying that authenticity in, in, through getting grown and seeing and Fast.
0: I love it. Yeah, no, I think. I think that's where people are starting to become a little savvier. I don't know if the word savvy I want to use, but I guess they're starting to see who's real and who's not. And I guess that's if you're looking for something deeper than just the pretty image um, you're connecting more because they're real, they're share something. And I had someone send me a message one time, like I knew I looked a hot mess in my Insta story, but whatever. Um, and they were like, you really post on insta snap in your glasses and no makeup with your hair looking a mess and <laughs> at first i was taken aback by the message like damn she had to say like i knew that but it was funny to me like that it stood out in her whole feed that she went back to address girl you look busted in your fucking insta snap and you still posted it right i don't
1: know i mean it's i think you know it's just I get the same thing. Like there are several. I have just as many instant stories with my dry, bare face as I do, uh, (laughs) you know, and and with my glasses on as I do, you know, when I'm completely made up. So, and and people are uncomfortable with that, right? Because there's this expectation that we have to be. There's one face, you know what I'm saying? That we have to show at all times. That I don't subscribe to that, and I don't want to put that kind of pressure on myself. uh, Oh hell no! Because I think that level of you know reality you got to keep that, right? Because otherwise you'd be swept away in this in this, you know contrived and I imagery never wanna... that you that, you know, this this image and I don't want to be an image. And I, wanna I never want to be
0: one of those people right. that when people see me in real life, they're like oh, that's what you exactly. look like. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be that person because 90, maybe 85% of the time you see me out in the streets, I'm probably going to be barefaced. So um, yeah, that's real life. But Social media. I, I want to get to the point, like you said, stretching and working on a goal where I can walk away from it every weekend. Totally. I do it one weekend a month. Where you just don't engage at all? Where I'll schedule stuff. Where I don't have to actively go on there. Uh-huh. Um, but I would like to do like every weekend. Because when I those weekends, it feels I don't know, it feels a little lighter. Like I don't feel obligated to be attached or keep my phone in my hand. Yeah, so that's my goal. That's
1: a that's a formidable, that's a formidable goal to have.
0: I don't know. I, I mean, just doing the one weekend is tough. So to do <laughs> to do every weekend, that might be in like twenty nineteen or something. I don't know, but I would I would love to do that if I could. Um, and we're kind of talking about this now. And I just want to go like a little deeper. Like I guess the thing too, like you you have a podcast too, which is amazing. And you have a huge social media following like how I never how do you decide I never tried you I never do. tried
1: to have one though I mean it's, well that's that's even started. better that it just and I
0: didn't grew even organic notice,
1: honestly until somebody said it one day and I was like excuse me I do not and then I went to check and was like oh my god <laughs> I don't know when all you these do. black people started following me Jesus <laughs>
0: You do though, but like, how do you decide like how much of yourself you're going to share and like how vulnerable you're going to get with your audiences?
1: I think this is a, a something that I'm very much in the process of learning. Um, but you know, like I said before, I try to, and I know this is cliche, but I try to keep it as real as possible because it's really a lot of work to keep up a facade. Um, and I think that transparency and, you know, full disclosure Gives what you say some level of credibility, right? It helps it mm-hmm. it substantiates, you know your your ideas in some level of lived experience. Um, I was talking about another. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to describe this this young lady. I, I mentioned her on Twitter today, but I was talking about another kind of social media persona. Um, today who tries i might i've really tried to get into this girl because i feel like you know the intention behind you me, should well, yeah and i feel like then i feel like i guess you know as a christian i you know she's a christian and i you know you just try to be supportive but i said you know i've really tried and i just can't get with this girl she fries my nerves because um uh, <laughs> you know when you don't when you don't share when I mean, you only share your wins and you don't share your struggles and challenges and the things that you are battling with the things that you've done wrong you know every time mm-hmm. you give advice it can really kind of be just like pretentious and condescending um you gotta you have to in in really telling the story of the process you got to share the ups as well as the downs um uh, I think this, this is, true. is what gives people something to connect to because other otherwise you are this perfect entity. Um and it, it can feel a lot it can often feel like you are, you know, speaking speaking down to people in a condescending mm-hmm. way. So I, in, in that being said, um I try to be as transparent as possible. I do, um and I pride myself in in in, in taking time to think about what I say and how I say it such that I can be transparent without being completely naked. Right. So
0: I feel that. I feel that. (laughs) So um,
1: having, having barriers and keeping things close um, is just comes, I think with some level of maturity and there, you know, there was a time where, you know, I overshared and lessons, you know, I, I learned lessons as a result of that oversharing and have since, you know, changed the way that I, that I go about things. Um, So it's not, and like I said, it's not something that I feel like I've gotten right because I'm sure, I say all the time, I was telling my friend Leonard the other day, like, remind me to stop asking Twitter questions because... <laughs> because you know you know just like you get Twitter. good commentary and good discussion you always got some some just ridiculous just some yes. you're always going to have somebody with some way off the wall Nonsense. negativity like like just what what like okay okay but um yes you're going to be trolled because that's what happens the more and more people the more visibility you have the more you open yourself up to ridicule and criticism as well. So that being said, I, I I know that I don't have it. I don't have the answer to, to that right now. I feel like I'm still, <laughs> I'm still learning um, how to balance what I say, but I think, you know, like I said before, it's to me, it's, it's about being willing to share, but sharing in a way that doesn't um, compromise your safety, whether that be physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. You know, relationally, uh, spiritually, you can share and be open and, you know, talk and speak your heart and mind without telling absolutely everything. Everything.
0: Yes. And I think that is the balance um, because I've opened up and shared things on the podcast, too. And I even dropped some tears when I wasn't Mm -hmm. even planning to. But I mean, this shit happened. (laughs) And uh, it was like, well, clearly I needed to let it out. But yeah, it was, I ain't tell my whole business about, you know, Right. why this was happening. But you got yes. the gist. You knew it was yes. going.
1: On. You got to be creative. But it's in how, you how you communicate. You do. Absolutely.
0: You do. Um, and I guess, I, guess. and I, I guess the next thing too is kind of like, you know, you're growing multiple brands. And how do you deal with the people who've been in your life? Or people who've entered your life, you know, recently and they be like, girl, you changed. Hmm. Why you changing? You 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 getting cute on us now because getting grown is popping.
1: <laughs> Thankfully that has not been like a common thing. I think um but but I honestly feel like before getting grown, mm-hmm. I experienced it um in the form of Just kind of like having, just outgrowing certain friendships and relationships in terms of what I was interested in talking about, what I, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, there were certain friends who we were just in different places and spaces in life, you know? So the girls and guys who were actively pursuing um, relationships while I was actively pursuing career there was some distance there (laughs) around, you know, we don't share the same priority right now. Um, Yeah. And it wasn't like a permanent thing, you know, because I mean, there's cycles in life, right? Because there's been times where I've been in relationship and been actively pursuing relationship, but you know, it's just, you know, you come to different phases in life in different different times um, and different ways than people that you're in relationship with and you have to work through that. So I think that those lessons having had those lessons before getting grown really can, helped because it through that I learned a lot about myself and what I need and what I value and what's important to me and in that I felt like I had already been through the process of sifting out the people who mm. who who were you know friends and associates at a situational kind of context, right? So, like, the people who ride for you, ride for you, are going to want to see you level up, right? So, it's never this is it's never true. a question of, like, oh, you change. It's like, oh, we all out here trying to change, right? Because don't nobody want to be <laughs> raggedy forever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we was raggedy at 22, but we now 32, or we're 34, 35. Like, we can't still be talking about the same things we were talking about 10, 12 years ago. So. Yeah,
0: I wish while you're talking, I feel like Willow on Red Table Talk. I'm like sitting here <laughs> nodding
1: because <laughs> Willow is like so like she is like 98 years old, and I just love her so much. She's like
0: mm. I, it's like she's, all the emotion is on her face, like and she's grabbing her chest, her, like yes. Her. yes. I do. I, I just watched one before uh, we I started recording this
1: week's too, but absolutely. I think I think thankfully, thankfully. I feel like God and I had been through a process. I had done a level of work on myself and really identifying because unfortunately, and I'm, I can admit that at different times in my life, I was very consumed with pleasing other people and, and being Mm -hmm. the Kia that other people wanted me to be and needed me to be because I thought that that validated me and that affirmed me and that I had to do that in order to keep people around me. But it was when I learned you know, that I, I have to and should be and I'm required to be my authentic true self in every space and that there were some people that were not gonna not really gonna kick it with real life Kia. Like they they like they liked Kia that complimented them, but when Kia kind of stepped into Kia, right? <laughs> um <laughs> you know, it, it changed it changed things. Um and you know, that's fair, right? Um
0: it is because it's like while you're growing and changing, it, I think I said this before, like your growth a little bit activates their fear because it's going to change how they operate with you as well. And it's going to change their familiar familiarity with you as how you were. You aren't going to be in Some sense the same Absolutely. person that they've always like, dealt with. I wasn't,
1: with. I used to be go along to get along here, right? So if I really didn't want to go to the club, mm-hmm. but the move was to go to the club and everybody was going to the club, I would go because I didn't want to rock he the boat, gone. right? But now I'm gonna be like, listen, y'all, I'll see y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, there are people who are like, girl, I get it. And then there are other people who are like, you don't never want to go out with us. Oh my god, like they just like so,
0: yeah. So,
1: um, you know, I think that. And I don't fault them. I don't fault them. I always, I take responsibility for myself and my actions. I know that I had to do a level of growing to be okay with that and then not to take that personally because that's a reflection of me, not them. Um, So I think, thankfully, before getting grown, I think God took me through a lot of processes where I was able to get clear about who I am and what I want. And having that clarity helped me to connect with the people who share that clarity Mm -hmm. um and you know relationships that really complement each other like in the long term um and like like people who you know complement your change and big you up for your change in evolution like yes girl you like you know what i'm saying like that's that's the kind of people that i want to remain around um so i mean it does happen people question you um and question your growth, and it's tough, like that's totally tough, but I think what has been key for me is really remaining attuned to and and intact with like myself and like not really faulting other people, but what can I take away from this? How can I continue to grow and be better um and how can I learn to remain true to that growth? And, and receive criticism when you need it, because I'm not saying that, you know, I've been, a, I'm a flawless oh, yeah. friend, you know what I'm saying? There are times where I've had to check myself, like, girl, you can go to dinner. <laughs> like, don't, I know you want to go. <laughs> so there are times <laughs> when you, you check yourself, but there there are also times where you have to be clear about, um, you know, I just, I guess what I'm saying is I always be willing to turn it back on you. Um, and, you know people are going to feel how, how they feel. And it really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's like, all right. So they feel like I've leveled up. They feel like I've changed. Am I going to try to make them feel better? Like, is that my job? Or
0: am, <laughs> am I going
1: to, you know, take this as like, you know, positive reinforcement for me moving toward the me that I'm trying to be?
0: Wow. I think that's a good note to end on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but before we go, I, I always. Hope I hope that I don't sound shady and mean. That's not what well, I want. You know, truth is truth. Um. No, I feel like we got to have some, like there's got to be like a line, a boundary. Like that's what adulting is all about. Like a boundary. I'm not going to let you drag me along. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not here. To, I love you and I care about you. And I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm not intentionally trying to make you feel that way. But if there's not anything that we can do to come to a, a mutual resolve, I don't know how else,
0: Yeah, what else is there to be done? (laughs) You know what I'm saying. So, yeah. Well, before we wrap up, I like to do something called the breakdown, and I'm just gonna say one word, and you say the first thing that comes to mind. It could be a word, it could be a phrase, it could be a (gasps) that could be it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying not to be afraid of this, but here we go. Let's do it.
0: Look, we didn't even go ratchet. It's not even ratchet. Okay. Um, (laughs) the first one is transparency.
1: It's a requirement.
0: Collaboration.
1: It is something that we should not be afraid of.
0: Getting grown.
1: Uh, I'm proud of getting grown.
0: You should be. (laughs) Singing.
1: Oh, man, that's like my happy place. Self-care. Hmm, that's something that I should do. Like, I'm not good at that, but I need to get a lot better.
0: And last one, work-life balance.
1: No such thing. <laughs>
0: well, no Kia, thing. thank you for coming on. I want you to tell everyone. I mean, we know about the podcast, but where the, can they find you on the interwebs? Where they can oh, follow you, you on social media?
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Boonie. It's been awesome con- uh, having a conversation with you. Um, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter. I'm at nothing but trouble. No G N O T. H-I-N-B-U-T-T-R-E-B-L-E on Twitter. Um, My Instagram name is at Takiyah Nicole. You can follow Teen Typing Fast's Facebook page. If you just type in hashtag Teen Typing Fast on Facebook, it should pop up. You can follow me there. Um, Those are my social media. I also want to say that if you're in the DMV area, um, I know that Jade and I will be speaking at uh, the impact conference at Reed Temple AME church um, in July, I think it's July 21st. Um, we'll be having some sessions there around adulting um, and what that, you know, kind of practical tools for figuring out how to do it and all the ups and downs that come with that. And um, I can, guess I can share here too, cause I, I will be sharing on the podcast this, this week as well. But I've also uh, been asked to be a featured workshop presenter at the Women Evolve Conference in Denver. That's uh, Okay. Yeah, Sarah Jakes is having a conference uh, in Denver for um, young women, uh, old women, all women who are out here just trying to level up and evolve into who they were designed to be. And I'll I'll be pleased to be talking about team typing fast and, you know, why it's so important for us to cultivate collaborative spaces for women of color in academia and, um, you know, corporate America and beyond. Um, because you know, there's space for everybody out here to do what we got to do. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be something that we have to be afraid of because we both, we all can eat and there will be cheese on everybody's.
0: Everybody. <laughs> oh, I love it. We can all eat. There will be
1: cheese. There, Whatever, whatever kind of cheese you want. You can have cheese on your burger. <laughs> Enough <laughs> Cheese for everybody.
0: Love it. Um, yeah, you out here working, girl. You booked.
1: I am tired, boss, but I feel like <laughs> I don't have anything else to do but <laughs> right now, but to grind. And I'm hoping I'm I'm working like a mad person right now because hopefully, you know, 15, 20 years from now, I won't have to work as hard. But you gotta there you, go. you gotta uh you gotta grind. There's has gotta be a grinding season so you can have a big harvest. Like that's just how it works.
0: Love it. So thank you for coming on again. This was so much fun.
1: Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. I've had a good time. It's been great to be on a show where I don't have to come up with the content. (laughs)
0: I'll be telling people this is stressful. It's a lot of
1: work. (laughs) Listen, the people don't understand. I'm glad that you relate. And thank you for having me. It's been a great time.
0: Awesome. Thanks. No worries. Thank you again, Nakia, for stopping by. I hope you all enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. And you're ready to get to work and join team and Fast. I know that one of my goals now is hopefully that I can be a guest on a future episode of Getting Grown, right? Let's put it in the atmosphere. But if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast apps, okay? Don't forget to leave a review, too. You might just hear your review on a future episode. Follow us on social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love those you fucking hate I don't make those pretty images for nothing okay so have a dope ass week don't forget to get your merch over at thebooniebreakdown.com backslash shop use the code Pod, Booney p-o-d for 10% off your orders of $20 or more okay thank you for listening until next time